Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Oh my god, what a mess! Of course, devil stopped. It's puberty! Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to do show prep? Cafe smash! What is the matter with you? I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches! We had gum at cheese. Well, it's because I've been drinking. Oh, awesome. Only you can see the glare. If I have learned anything from Wilford Brimley. Oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Welcome to Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to another episode of That Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And we're back. Yahoo! warm in the studio again tonight yes it's uh it's sweaty like um sweaty sweatiness this thing is sweaty well we have we have guests in the house so yes. we had to close the door so it's a little stifled yes it's like having sex with children you gotta close the door you can't leave it open because they might mm. walk in on something nobody wants that scar <laughs> and those that do you have to look at them and go hmm what's wrong with you <laughs> so no but yes, it's uh, it's been a uh, pretty enter. It's been it's been a week. Well, not even a, been a week. It's been a day. Yeah. The washing machine took a shit through another belt last night. Yeah. So we've had to do this whole um, laundry train back and forth between your parents' house and here. Mm-hmm. And in between all that, we've been dealing with the kids and um, you. I had to work. You had to work, and temporary. then you also scheduled this to be the day that we have the <laughs> neighbor or not the neighbor kids, but the cousins over. Um, to spend time with. Well, and I, I, a little bit of a scheduling staff who I had forgot to warn you. Mm. Multi, like you had a couple days warning, but not as much as usual. Not as much as I, I prefer to. And have, we're taking yeah. them extra long because it's uh, anniversary yeah. weekend and. Yeah, so it would be nice to have a little more of a heads up for that before it all happened. But you oh, know, well. shit happens. Boom, baby. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah, I have it, to say, my niece and nephew are pretty well behaved. Except After, when it comes to bedtime. <laughs> uh, bedtime's a little rough for them, and then also they have to. Get, they you can definitely tell they have to get adjusted to my parenting style versus yeah their parents' parenting style because when I'm I'm like a I take a gentler approach on that train, and you're mm-hmm. like ram it down their throat. No, yeah, well, it's not even ram it down their throat. It's just simply I, I operate off of the auspice of my house, my rules, and if you don't like it, don't come here, and um. Except they have no choice. Well, that, that's their parents' problem, not mine. So <laughs> if they want to file a complaint with their parent, parental complaint department, they may, but not with me. No, but it's just one of those things that, uh, yeah, I mean, it, first off, you can tell that the, the girl gets a lot more, gets away with a lot more than she should um, because she's the only girl and yada, 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 and... Uh, She's she, a princess. Yeah, she tries. Nobody b- argues with that. <laughs> she she doesn't like the fact that I don't put up with the fact and or that I can read her bullshit when she's trying to you know put the tears on. That's or, the worst part. It's like she 
she thinks she's going to get away with something because mm-hmm. she acts a certain way. And it's like, honey, <laughs> I have a daughter just like you. Yeah. I know what's going on. You're not going to pull this one over on me. And, and she doesn't get away with it either. <laughs> see, the difference between here and there is that I don't fall for this shit. So not going to work. I don't think. Uh, see, and that's where I, you and I differ in opinion. I don't think she gets away with it that much over there either. I think she does when the dad's not around. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's just the kind of the pull that I get is that, you know, it, it's just but whatever that's everybody their has their own style yeah that's their house their rules yeah. whatever just once you're in my place <laughs> this no you, you, the crying and trying to get your way with tears not gonna work on me you want to try that when you're 16 you get pulled over by a cop go for it no <laughs> problems but not gonna work on uncle justin so just not gonna happen um Ezra tried the crying and tears thing tonight. Oh, he did. He, in he, fact, he prompted his sister to say one of the cutest things I've ever think she's ever said. Yeah, she she <laughs> she walks in from outside and she goes, "Daddy, why is Ezra crying like a girl? <laughs> like a little girl? <laughs> like a little girl? <laughs> it was awesome." Um, well, and then it also prompted him to tell me that he hates me. Yes, and he like in a, he in dropped a, in a fitter age. He he said that he hated me, so I sent him to his room to think about well, it. You were like, you were like, if you want to fight, because he was getting the angry faces, and you were like, if you want to fight it out, come over here and fight it out. Yeah, and he's he just drops everything and look, glares you right there. Like, I hate you. And then yeah, oh. had his little PMS moment. So and it was all over a hose. Yes, a hose. That I had asked him to put away. And it was an impossible task. Literally, his board's not mine. It's impossible because this stupid piece of crap hose isn't going to isn't gonna do what it's supposed to do. And it's fighting me and blah, blah, blah. So then we have the discussion of, oh, really? So if this is a object that's gaining sentience then? And then it has a brain and it can think for itself. And it's, you know, it, it's <laughs> rising up against you to come and, you know, take over. It's the Cthulhu hose. Exactly. <laughs> well, no. But it, you, you missed the part where he, uh, he stomped the hose's guts out. He got pissed. Allowably? You, oh, yeah. Or, okay. Because yeah. sometimes you take the path of let him get his anger out, let him work it out, and sometimes you and, take and, the path of don't start that shit. Well, in, in this particular case, because it was a hose and there was not a goddamn thing he could do to it that would mm-hmm. hurt it, and because it was fucking hilarious <laughs> to see him stomp on a hose like it was going to do something, I let it happen. But it was, it became, it quickly moved from being an exercise of I'm cooking dinner and don't want to burn it on the grill here, please put this hose away, to... You need to learn how to control your rage and your temper and your attitude to, uh, and so it, it, it went from just simply putting the hose away into an actual life lesson because he decided to have this huge temper tantrum. And literally it was like two and a half, three hour process of, the, of him trying and, and just, oh, and this is impossible and freaking out and, and trying to just over the stupid hose. Well, he roped me into it because I felt bad. Oh, yeah. And oh, luckily when I asked, when I stopped you, I said, you're not doing this. You didn't argue because I was going to have to have words because that's the whole point. That's the whole reason why he does that. Because he knows that if he throws a big enough fit... As but mo- I still think it was a not an impossible task, but a difficult task. I told him that, straight up. Because I of st- his size and... Mu- I, I, I have a hard time nope, wrangling the hose. Because small I, arms... Well, I understand that. A big head and little arms. But see, that's why I explained to him. I said, all I asked... Because he kept thinking he had to hold the hose in the air and wrap mm-hmm. it around his arm. Yeah. And it was getting heavy. And yeah. I understand that. Yeah. And he's like, well, I have to do this. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't have to hold it in the air. And he kind of looked at me. I'm like, I didn't say hold the hose in the air out with one arm and then wrap it around the other arm. I just simply said, wrap the hose up and put it away. I don't care how you do this. I don't care what you do. You just need to wrap it up and put it away. And he did. He did the whole, it's so tough thing. And then you, no offense, but you fell right into the trap and he just melted no, you like happened, butter. What happened is... 
when he did the I hate you line, he dropped the hose and it was it was at that point 80% done. When he came back from that little snafu, he picked it up wrong and untangled not the whole thing, one loop. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to help him fix the one loop mm-hmm. and then I fucked it up. Yeah, but you know what I told him? And here's a discussion he and I had about that. Uh, what I told him was that was a very important life lesson because what will happen is is that he wanted to take the easy way out. You'll take the easy way out thinking it's easier and then it ends up being harder because either you think that this person's going to be able to help you out and they're really not or it just it's nowhere near as easy as you think and it's going to screw you up. But So it just moves into this whole thing and then he also, let's see here, he tried blaming you and I for not buying a hose roller winder, winder <laughs> because we didn't have something that would easily wind the hose up, which, however, knowing had he been trying to wind the hose and it kinked or something like that, it would have been a stupid hose winder. Why'd you buy such a cheap one? Yeah. And there's always something that he tries to blame things on. So I just, it quickly moved from, please put the fucking hose away to, all right, you, you're like, you know, Bruce Banner and you need to learn to control this fucking rage because you didn't turn into the Hulk for no reason whatsoever. And then... You dropped the the H bomb on on me on, on top of it, and so he felt bad about that. Oh, afterward. he felt really bad. You yeah, could tell. No, he's I know. like, I don't hate you. I know. Well, and part of it too is because I had a I had a very loose. Basically, I, I made some loose um, comparisons to his mom's house, mm-hmm. and, and like, okay, so how much did you hate it when I do this? He's like, well, you don't do that. I'm like, oh, well, that's right. Okay. Um, how much do you hate when I do this? And he's like, well, you don't do that either. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. It's not me. It's not me. Okay. Um, and I went through all these things. I'm like. So I'm really not that bad then, am I? <laughs> no. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and and so, fucking kid, man. He'll he'll whine about anything. He'll put more effort into the whine and more effort into the drama about how difficult the task is than actually completing the task. I know. And finally, towards the end there, when I got him to calm down a little bit, um, and he freaked out saying that, you know, we didn't buy something. I'm like, no, the problem's not this. The problem is you're not controlling, you know, your temper. I said, it's okay to be pissed. It's how you deal with the anger that makes a difference. I said, stomping the guts out of a hose that has no guts doesn't do a well, goddamn bit of good. Yeah. I said, I, I said, how, how, what the hose do that? I said, what the hose do after that? Did it start working again? Well, no. Mm-hmm. Did you feel any better? No, really. I'm like, well, then it didn't do you a fucking iota, anything, not a little, even a little bit, not a bit of good at all. So what was the point? So. I'm glad he had that. Uh, let's hope it sticks. That's the problem. He has plenty of these life lessons, but he doesn't. Uh, this is the part that's like his mother that just fucking drives me nuts. He has lots of life lessons happen to him all the fucking time. But he goes back to that. He falls into that death trap of those who forget the history or forget the past are doomed to repeat it. Or yeah. those who forget history are doomed to repeat it because he'll have this aha moment. And it's like the angel choir of angels behind him. And he realizes that, you know, this is the way it should be. And everything clicks and is good for like three days. And then it's back to the same old. And it's just, it's a little frustrating. So, yeah. So there's a parade coming up this week, I guess. Next week and there's a parade in yeah, St. Helens. Yeah, yeah. See, in, I guess, you, did your mom text you today when she said she was coming over? Yeah. Warn me next time, please. It was literally like a minute before you pulled in the driveway. Oh, I know. So I'm sitting there in my driveway. All of a sudden, I hear this car roll up. I'm like, what the hell? I close it and start. I'm like, uh. <laughs> I'm know. sorry. We live in town now. You I have know. to expect we may have visitors at any time. And I'm not going to text you every time. No, I'm not going to ask you to text me every time we have visitors. I'm going to ask you to text me every time she visits. That's all I'm asking. No. Yes. 
Because literally, I hate to say this, but as soon as I dropped the trunk hood and I saw her, the first thing that went through my head was. I don't care what goes through your head. It was the Wicked Witch of the. If she's staying for very long, I will certainly give you a heads up. But she was dropping off a couple of things. And bragging about her disabled ass can ride a motorcycle. I'm not even. And wanting to invite us to, like, all this shit. And then wondering why we don't go to it. And, 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 and. That's fine if you're not going to warn me, but if I happen to be in a bad mood one day and I just flip off at her about something, that's going to be on you because you didn't warn me. So I almost did today. I almost lost it about the fucking motorcycle thing with her today. Except it's it's none of our business. No, it's not. But but that that was the icing on that's the cake. What I, that's what I keep telling no, myself. But, is and I, but see, business. for me, I, that was the thing that was going to toss me over the edge mm-hmm. because what frustrates me is that She'll come and be like, why aren't you going to this parade? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't she you? Didn't doing say well, she's, any of she's that. asking if we we're gonna go. And then she's gonna. It's like she doesn't grasp the concept that my weekends are my only downtime, and they're not very down. So the, the last I'm thing. I'm sorry, I, but you need to get over being invited to things because she's inviting us to things just like everybody else invites us to things, and if we don't want to go, we say no. I know. But I don't like the way she responds when we say no. It's always the oh, the deep sigh and kind of the I'm going to show you my disappointment and blah, 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 look at you know it's so horrible you don't want to go to this. It's like just shut up. So yeah, sorry. I'm just saying you know give me some for- fair warning when she's going to be here. It's all I ask for. <laughs> I didn't know until literally a minute beforehand. That was a full of a minute that you had to shoot me a text message to say. By I the was way. a little busy. <laughs> Well, and I think you're being a jerk, so. Okay. Yeah. No, fair enough. Jerk, hard time, same difference. <coughs> Do you hate me yet? <laughs> I hate you. If you want to pull a measure there. I hate you. Or is it, you know, this is all goes back to that damn hose winder that I didn't buy yet, so. <laughs> yeah, why don't, why haven't you bought me a hose winder? I well, need one of I, You are my hose winder. <laughs> <laughs> That's your primary function around here. I'm a hose minder. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Once again, your brother's over on the subway just face bombing. Speaking of hose minder. Uh oh. Fleet week. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Fuck. Did you really want to go there? Oh, my God. No, no don't. Because that is the biggest clusterfuck at ever. The, at the temporary job, the uh-huh. office, uh, the new guy is from Arkansas. He's never heard of Fleet Week before. He has no idea what it is. Yeah, I'm like, it's a single girl's wet dream, okay? <laughs> and it's everybody else in Portland's worst fucking nightmare, so. <laughs> Basically, the city brings in all these ships for the Rose Festival Parade, which is also a bunch of bullshit. But and um, they shut down the bridges during rush hour traffic, so they can put these ships in and out, just so horny little fucking sailors and horny little fucking sluts in the surrounding area can go. You know, hopefully, maybe hook up with each other. They and allow gays in the military now, so it's the men too. I'm just saying. Yes, it is too. But when I, I'm just coming from my history of it, when I was in high school and went out and all the girls that were running out there, it was just like, yeah. But <laughs> my problem is simply it's the same thing that Portland always fucking does, which is we're going to shut down something that's like a main thoroughfare. So that people can come, like tonight, right now, there's people buck fucking naked riding bikes around downtown Portland. Oh, but don't be one of those stupid, okay, I have okay. heard nothing but stupid comments about oh, the naked bike ride I have, all fucking day I have on no, Facebook. See, here's my thing. I have no problem with it being a bike ride. I have no problem with them being naked. I have no problem with them being naked on a bike. I am going to say you might want to burn the seats after they're done because <laughs> unless you showered recently before you sat down that thing, it might be a little grody. No, the, the ride itself, I don't have a problem with. 
It's like I don't have a problem with Rose Festival. I don't have a problem with the Rose Festival parade. I don't have a problem with all these things. At I least have... they do the naked bike ride in the middle of the fucking night. That I have to give them credit for, but that's because you wouldn't want to see most of the people that are naked in broad daylight. I've seen it before. You can't see anything. Because it's dark. That's the whole fucking point. No, because they're on a bicycle. Everything's tucked up under the bicycle. You would hope so, unless they're well endowed and it's like think, think, think on the, off the curb. I'm know? just saying. I, I've seen the naked bike ride go by at least mm-hmm. twice. I have never seen anything more than I would see on a beach. Like, some titties, maybe. That's about it. Well, and like I said, I don't... I've seen all those stupid comments, too, about people like, oh, my God, what the fuck? One of my Mormon-y friends (laughs) was like, fair warning, don't be in Portland tonight because you might see a naked person. Like, oh, my God, really? Yeah, I see that every day when I look in the mirror. I'm sorry, but get over the fear of the human body. Everybody, just no, do it. For for me, what it is is it, it's one more thing that is put together and is put on that there's a lack of consideration, not for the fact that there might be people who might be offended by nakedness or whatever, but for the way that these things are planned. For example, when I want to get off work, the first thing I want to do is head home, be with my kids, be with my family. Not stuck in traffic for two and a half, three hours because somebody wants to lift a bridge because they want to bring a boat down the damn river because other families might want to go see this boat on a weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's always, it's this whole circular thing. And anyways, yeah, we're getting off on a tangent here. So I'll yeah. back off on Fleet Week a little bit. But just other than to say that, you know, it's one more reason why the city of Portland is ass fucking backwards. But that's, that's something completely separate here. Um, turns out Tempe loves me like a fat kid loves cake. That was pretty I cute. Her that. I know, but that was that was adorable. She's never said it to you. No, that was the first time she she just came. It was the way she said it too. She just came up and did the little cute daddy. I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, she gives me a big hug. She's like, I love you like a fat kid loves cake. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the emphasis. I taught her that. Yeah, it was pretty cute. I'm really proud of her that she used it on you. Yeah, because it, it was awesome. I yeah. liked it. It made me feel good. It's the reason I've been teaching her. I mean, <laughs> I didn't ever tell her, you know, say this to daddy or mm-hmm. anything. I'm just like, I'm just gonna teach her this. Maybe she'll use it at the appropriate moment. And she did. <laughs> Much like I'm teaching Trent to say Hodor. I know. And, and he'll do to, it on yeah. freaking command. And sometimes not. he'll just walk around saying it. It's like. Yeah, it's hilarious. So I'm, I'm hoping I can get on, on, a, on a mic here soon enough and get some clips of that for the uh, future shows. But I've got him going, Hodor, Hodor, <laughs> whenever he walks around and does stuff. So I'm hoping to amp that up a little bit because it would be hilarious. So, a good friend of mine uh, graduated from nursing school this last week. Yes, she did. She got her bachelor's of, you know, wiping ass and, and giving shots and, and sponge baths and whatnot. She she should be very proud of herself. Oh, no. She, she I have to say, single mom, I'm not even sure she's officially divorced yet because her ex is a fucking jackass that doesn't want to sign the paperwork because as soon as he does that, then he has to actually, like, you know, pay up on child support and whatnot. But that's another story. Uh, <laughs> be dead. Oh, sorry. Mm. What was that? Something back in my throat there. Um, but so it hasn't been easy for her and she, she had to go through like, you know, I mean, there was, it was, it was rough going. Um, but she made it, she went through, she graduated, but it was another example of parents have no class when it comes to certain things. This was held at the Arlene Schnitzer concert hall, which is like an old school concert hall, like way old. Um, as I would say, olden times old. Mm -hmm. And this place was Filthy with little kids. Just every fucking word. I'm not talking like, you know, eight, nine-year-old, like Ezra's age. I'm talking like Tempe and Trent's age and younger. The average age of the kid there was probably 18 months. And there was 
kids screaming, kids fidgeting, and kids talking during the ceremony, and yada yada yada. And I'm just trying to, I was trying to grasp that throughout this, well, my mind was getting fucked in many different ways here while I was sitting at this thing. Um, first off, graduation ceremonies, fucking boring. <laughs> Yet kind of interesting. And you thought about taking the kids to this fucking thing. No, I didn't. I, I had I had contemplated what we were going to do with the kids, but my, the contemplation never went to actually taking them to this thing. No <laughs> fucking way. I know better than that. Um, but it was one of those things. I was, I was my, my head was getting bent on a few different angles because it was a situation of, A, this thing is really boring. B, it was like going to a KKK rally, but no hate. I mean... They had those people up on the stage there, and there's fancy robes. robes. Well, not just not just robes, but like fancy robes, and they had like the big flowing sleeves, and they had hoods, and different ones had different stripes, and they had different weird fucking names for these people. It wasn't like this person's just a doctor; it was like a doctor, and it was you had you know, it was like I was waiting for the grand clansman to come to stomp it out on stage, you know, and white power and whatnot. Only it was just too much color. There was it was it was a very colorful affair, but it was still it just like. Secret society, almost like you know, almost like the Freemasonry or, or Freemasons, or well, there is a certain amount of that in in medical school. Um, no, in any well, any traditional school, the uh, uh, law, medicine. Yeah, but you know, it was there just, is a there's a certain amount of like it almost like culty, a little is. culty. Yeah, it was a little culty, so it was kind of weird. And each person who like got their doctorate had to go across the stage and stop while they attached the hood to their mm-hmm. to their graduation gown. Um, it was really weird. And then, you, of course, you had your two student speakers that were there that were, and one of them, it was, the entire thing was about how awesome she was. But, <laughs> but not this, quite. You, but in, this, it was in a very indirect way. Yeah. Like, it's so difficult for somebody like me. The to, humble brag. Yeah, it was, it was a definite humble brag. It was a five minute long humble brag. Um, which it was made it all the better when the kid interrupted the humble brag by screaming. I was like, okay, that was, that was worth it. Go you. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, there was like one lady. She, her kid was still looked like newborn. I mean, mm-hmm. she was still in the little the little mm-hmm. pack things to carry and was breastfeeding and whatnot and all that. I don't know. I mean, so, I'm I'm gonna play devil's advocate for here for a minute. Mm-hmm. If somebody you love is graduating, mm-hmm. you're the parent of a newborn. Too fucking bad. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I I'm gonna turn this back on you because you have told me just go, just go. Take the baby, go. To you have told things, me that. To certain things, but so. not to something like that. To something where it's a quiet affair that's three hours long. And even, I, I, I guess I could say, I wouldn't really have a problem with him going, per se, if any of these people actually made any fucking effort to get up all their lard asses to take their kids out of the room when they were freaking out. That's true. Instead, I mean, I would always screaming. do that. Even well, if I had chosen like, to take... On the few times that we had to go to something where it seemed kind of like, hey, this isn't really the best thing to take a kid to, but we were told to come, like, mm-hmm. the, like the person who was who mm-hmm. organized it said, no, just come, we would sit next to the nearest to the fucking exit. So you could just, boom, out the door, you were done. Um... So it's uh, it's just one of those things. It, it, it just you know, much like when as a parent you don't want people who aren't parents telling you know or, or you know, I don't know. It's common courtesy when you get pissed off at a person who's not a parent for not understanding what it's like to be a parent. You also have to understand there's a lot of people there who aren't parents that don't understand what it's like to have kids and don't want somebody screaming and squalling when they're trying to hear somebody's graduation, you yeah. know, ceremony. Don't ruin it for everybody. Also, don't use an iPad. As a, as a camera. It was like that scene from, was it Say Anything or whatever? The scene where the guy holds the boombox above his head? Yes. Is that what it is? Say Anything? Yes. Yeah. All right. All of a sudden, this person's name gets called, and in the middle of the... And I swear to God, this guy couldn't have placed himself better. 
dead smack dab, middle middle set of seats, middle row, middle of the row, um, and all of a sudden this blaring <laughs> iPad screen's like whoa 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 above his head, and he didn't even turn the fucking sound off. He was taking pictures. And then I thought there was going to be a full-on brawl because of it. Because some little lady in the background, like some grandma off a cane, was pissed off. Sit down! Sit down! He's like, no, shut up. And they were going back and forth, and he was yelling at her, and she was yelling at him. I'm like, oh, boy. Keep it classy, Portland. <laughs> so, But, yes, congratulations to my friend. You know, it was awesome to see you graduate and walk across there. And hopefully this means nothing but better things for you down the road because you'll be making more money than your ex ever could have. Sorry, had to gloat there a little bit. So... Let's see. Anything else that we need to catch up on from the week? Do, 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 do. Oh, by a doctor at this graduation ceremony, it's diabetes. So going back to an argument you and I had on our previous episode about whether or not Wilfred, Wilfred Brimley was right, he was. It's diabetes. So confirmed by a doctor at the ceremony during Just, a commencement speech, diabetes. I was right and you were wrong. <laughs> I'm just going to say, when you say it, diabetes, you sound like a redneck. Yes. I don't care whether it's right or not. I'm saying diabetes sounds better. I don't know if it's right. I don't care diabetes. if it's right. I'm saying diabetes sounds much better. It's diabetes. So I also have a note up here. I got to remember where the hell I was trying to go with it now. It has a dress code. Is it Tempe's new dress ah, code? That might be part of it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> At Tempe's kinder... At her new school, she's going, to a, she's going to a new school. Um, it's a charter school, and they do require that she has a dress code. It's not a very stringent one. It's khakis and, and, a, and, and either khaki skirt or khaki pants and a polo. Hold on. You got a mustache hair oh. creeping in. No, I have a mustache hair and a nose hair having a fight. They're like oh. sword fighting, like Game of Thrones style, and it's really well, you have that. tickly. <laughs> Makes me want to sneeze. So hopefully that'll fix it. Um, I'm, I'm all against dress codes, and you seem to be all for them. Not I'm all not for, for them. I just... If it means a better education, I don't give a rat's ass. Well, I'm I'm not putting up a fight here. I know, but but in the past you did. Well, no, it's not. I, I no, I would put up a fight if it was at a, just a plain old public school. Yeah. There ain't no fucking public school getting a shitty ass education down there. Public school education can tell me that the kid needs to wear a dress code, but somebody needs to explain to me why. What makes a dress code better than no dress code? And anybody that says because it makes the poor kids feel better about themselves because they don't have to wear the non brand name clothes, blah blah blah. blah Fuck you, because guess what? That's not prepping the kid for life. They did not say that at her orientation. No, 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 this this place didn't say this. No, I didn't actually catch what they said. Basically, it avoids distraction. It avoids the, not the poor kid feeling bad or the rich kid feeling good or anything like that, but just no distractions. There's no worries about this, that, or the other thing or, who you know, it's just, that's what you wear. And I, I don't to an extent, and to an extent, I can understand that. But I mean, and, and that's actually one of the more educated or better responses I've heard to that question in a long time. But for the longest time, for me, it was always put, well, it keeps kids from being comparing, comparing clothes, and being jealous of other kids. And, and but that's bullshit because some kids are wearing Nike pants shoes or, or shoes. Uh, yeah, but yeah. even within the the dress code, dress code you can have there's brands. somebody who's wearing the Walmart brand versus somebody who's wearing like you know the the old Navy brand of yeah no yeah. so I, I agree with that and the other thing too is that how is that prepping somebody for real life because in real life you see some guy driving down the road in an F three fifty jacked up truck that's all like you know it's got maybe forty five grand in it plus you know just mm-hmm. to buy it plus another fifteen k on upgrades and go oh that's not fair he should downgrade yeah no. No, no, no. See, he made the money. He spent it. He's good to go. Life's not fair. Move the fuck on. 
I agree with your your correlation that it doesn't equate to a real world scenario in that term, in or in that regard. But I I do think that if it's gonna, especially at such a young age, I do think it's a good thing because it eliminates that. I don't want to say distraction because that sounds the wrong word, but it just eliminates that kind of frame of mind of looking at everybody, what people are wearing yeah. and what, you know, and to be honest, I was that kid that wore really crazy shit. So was I like, I was the kid whose dad straight up told me when I asked him for a pair of Nikes or something like that. And he's like, boy, if I ever get you Nikes, you're going to get the box. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go down to the store and find the empty box because your feet are growing too goddamn fast. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not spending, you know, because what I wanted, like, to, I think I wanted a pair of Air Jordans because mm-hmm. those were all the rage when I was a kid, and a buck twenty for a pair of kids' shoes, right? Yeah. He's like, no, I'm not spending a buck twenty on a pair of kids' shoes uh, when you're gonna outgrow up in three months. And he's like, fuck that, I'll, I'll go, you know, if you want, you know, if you want, I'll spend ten bucks and get the box off one of your friends <laughs> <laughs> from one of your friends, and you can wear the cardboard box with shoes. But no, it's not gonna happen. And as a kid, I kind of was pissed off at him for it for a while. Growing up, I started to understand it more. Having kids now, fuck you. You're not getting Air Jordans. You can deal with what I buy you. Yeah, but I I mean, I I don't mean that. I mean, when I was in fourth grade, mm-hmm. I found my mom's old tap dancing uniforms mm-hmm. from the 70s. Yeah. And you chose to wear them to school. I wore them to school. Under but, my clothes, because they were honestly fairly inappropriate. Yeah. Um, Especially since they were too small. And mm-hmm. I in fourth grade, I already had C cup, mm-hmm. so really not appropriate school attire, like fringe, and it was crazy. Um, granted, that's just part of who I am, and that's not necessarily the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But I can see where that was definitely a distraction for my education. Mm, yes, no. So it's all about how the teachers handle it too. But on the flip side of it too, is that. I, I'm one of those people, like, I have to have a dress code for my job, and I'm I'm of the mindset that as far as the job goes, I don't give a fuck what you look like. You can look like a goddamn peacock with, you know, bobbies hanging out of your nose. What matters to me is if I call you up and say, hey, look, I need XYZ part, and I need you to deliver it, like, right away, what can you do for me? Yeah, I can get you XYZ part, and I'll have it to you by such and such a date, and then I receive XYZ part by that date, and you did what you are supposed to do. You're golden in my book. doesn't matter. I can give a shit if you fuck guys in the ass. I can give a shit if you <laughs> wear funky clothes. I don't care what you do as long as you're not molesting little kids. You're good. It doesn't matter what you look like as long as you can do the job. And see, that's where I think that in society, our society, too much emphasis, and this is really something we have to work with Tempe on because she's getting a little bit right now. I want to look. I want to be fashionable. I want to do this. And her, she said that word fashion and fashionable. And it's like you don't need to put so much weight upon what you look like because that doesn't matter what matters is are you a good person and can you do the fucking job or are you not gonna fuck people over and you right know. but part of being in a modern society is knowing that while we can want to feel that way all we want that's not the way the real world works i understand but it's never going to change unless people like us you know put our foot down here and there when we can when we can and i have to say when she does her um quote unquote fashionableness? It's <laughs> her own Tempe way. It is her own Tempe fashion, <laughs> which is it's very cute. Well, I showed her the other day. She wanted to wear a dress mm-hmm. to Mouse, yes, which uh is anyway. And I wanted 
her to wear shorts underneath because mm-hmm. I was a little bit worried that if she went down a slide or played in the bark chip, whatever, she'd get. Or if she just did what Tempe normally does and, and sat down and she would, she doesn't sit cross-legged. That's... I was I was worried she would get junk up all up in her business if she wasn't careful. So I said she had to wear shorts underneath the dress. Mm-hmm. She didn't have any shorts that were appropriate for that use so i took a pair of her old stretch pants and i cut the bottoms off oh that explains why that happened to us okay makes a little more sense now <laughs> um they were already ripped on the knee and you know kind of looking tired so i just cut the bottoms off and now it's a pair of little shorts that can go under a dress and not be bulky underneath um i'm gonna cough i'm i, I apologize go ahead <coughs> We've had another little cold thing going through mm-hmm. our house this week, so it's been wonderful. Um, so. so, cut the bottoms off. The next day, she like brings like three pairs of pants. Like, cut the bottoms off of these. I want these to be shorts too. Like, like oh, she just that didn't go the way I wanted it to. Yeah. So, she's definitely got her own style about she her. She does. She does. So we've we've had some uh, examples of craptastic parenting this week. Ooh, this is my favorite part. Well, no, no, we're not doing that part. We're not doing the um. No, 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 no. I'm I'm talking like okay. This is. Remember back to when our first episode we were talking about what got us into this? Yes. All the stories about how horrible people being horrible to their children is what... Oh, but you're bringing up one that I didn't think was that bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we got to get into Say this it. then. A bride actually tied her baby to her wedding dress train and dragged her down the aisle. I yeah. didn't read it that... Okay, maybe I read a different story. Yeah. No, look at this kid. Kid was <laughs> literally tied onto the back of this train and is getting drugged down the aisle. Um, and yeah. Okay, so oh, and the kid was only one month old. Okay, so it had me so, until she was covered well, by, by Christ. Christ yeah. <laughs> like, it's okay. We're in a church, and, and the baby's good. one month old, and she's covered by Christ, so she'll be fine. Jesus has got this. We're we're gonna be all right. But I mean, I get wanting to have your kid be a part of your wedding ceremony. I get that. I had my son as part of mine. Um, I get the whole that whole thing, but. A one-month-old has very specific needs as far as, like, you know, how it's held, how its neck is supported, things like that. Dragging it behind you on a dress isn't going to fulfill those Christ or no Christ. <laughs> well, and, okay, not to get into a religious debate, but if you are so well-devoted to Christ, you're probably a very devout Christian. Christians believe that premarital sex is not okay, and this baby was one-month-old when she was getting married. Yeah. So I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe have you died shortly after insemination. Have you not seen Terminator? They only had one night together, but they loved a lifetime. I I suppose I could be wrong. Uh, But I'm nine times out of ten. This has uh, more to do with getting on before. Not that I have any room to judge. And I'm not judging. I'm simply saying that she's making a correlation to Christ. You got on and off quite a few times before... uh, (coughs) <coughs> before we tied the knot. So that was a really rude way of saying that. <laughs> you said it yourself, getting it on or getting on. I... Anywho. You said it different and it sounded <laughs> worse. <laughs> All I know is your mom cried when we said we were pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Oh well she didn't cry. She just she told us she wasn't gonna deal with it. Yeah. And walked away. <laughs> Well, and and after, and to her credit, the reason she freaked out the way she did after the fact was because she was she was concerned at the stage I was with my ex, 
as to whether or not it was going to jeopardize my chances or or, the, or anything with my custody with Ezra. Yeah. Because she wasn't sure how crazy or not crazy the ex would be. And that is a perfectly viable assumption. Now, did she I think vo- that's backpedaling a little did bit. Did she vocalize I think she it just... that way? No, knowing my mom, this is the way she is. She can't... She, she gets to a certain point where her brain just goes... And she can't remember verbalize. her repeatedly saying, not in my house, not in my house. And, and fuck, yes. But but it was just one of those things that it, that's what happens when her brain turns off. She can't it just vocal. The, everything just kind of comes to a grinding halt. The hamster wheels that were spinning up there. Just, I'm just saying I like my dad's response better, okay? <laughs> I always wanted to... Always, I always wanted to... There was something about the son of a bitch that knocked my daughter up. I remember. Oh that yeah. yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. I knew he was joking. It was yeah. hilarious. He he was more pissed off at the fact that it didn't get a rise out of me than anything <laughs> else. So that was funny. Um, and I guess in this one, it happens to be there was a guy that decided that tying his kid to a motorcycle was a good idea. There's some audio with this one. Let's see what okay. happens here. A Staten Island man was arrested Sunday after New Jersey police say they pulled him over with a five-year-old child tied to his motorcycle. Cops say an officer spotted the boy tied to the back of the bike with twine as it passed him in Eatontown. Police say a woman in a pickup truck who was traveling with them said the child was her son and she gave permission for him to ride on the bike. According to a report from the Asbury Park Press, Officer Ryan Braswell saw 53-year-old Frank Albanese riding a motorcycle Sunday evening. The officer told the paper he noticed the child had a large amount of twine wrapped around one of his feet and around his waist. I thought to myself, no way. There's, there's no way he's tied to the bike. Officer Braswell told WNBC the boy was wearing a helmet at the time, but it was much too big for him and was sliding around on his head. At least twice the size of his head. It was so big to the point where when I was passing him, the helmet is actually like covering his eyes. Albanese, who is the boyfriend of the kindergartner's mother, told police the boy wanted to ride on the back of the motorcycle, but they were worried he would fall off. NJ.com reports the boy's mother told police she followed behind the bike and her truck to keep an eye on him. A police report says Albanese was arrested and taken into custody for outstanding warrants. He was also ticketed for driving with a suspended license, reckless driving, and failure to wear state-approved helmets. The child's mother was not charged. For Newsium, Zach Toombs. Well, of course he wasn't able to wear a state-approved helmet. It was because it was on the kid's head. I mean, duh. There should be no question right but, there. But really, when That's you really get, break it down, the guy had outstanding warrants and was driving mm-hmm. with a suspended license. Like, there's your first clue. This is not the most world's most intelligent person to begin with. Yep. Well, and it's funny, too, because my, Ezra took his, his first uh, motorcycle ride with Grandpa at mm-hmm. five or six. Yeah. Um, but it was also on the back of a Harley where the back seat was fully encompassed. Yeah. I had a helmet that fit him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was not secured to the bike because the worst thing you can do on a motorcycle is, is secure, secure yourself to it. To it because yeah. if it wrecks, the last thing you want to do is be attached to it as it's grinding down on its side. On the, you you want to be able to fucking bail from that. So, yeah. Probably wasn't the smartest idea to actually... Well, there's certain guidelines when you ride behind a rider. You have to reach the foot pedals. You have... Like there's certain yeah, things. Yeah, and he was able to reach the foot yeah. pedals, and he was able to sit in that seat the way it was designed quite well. Um, so that was just, I don't, I'm not sure what would have possessed somebody. I, even Not even so much the man, as much as it is the, the, mom. the mom that would have possessed her to allow that to happen. So this is an interesting one. <laughs> There, um, Did you see the whole thing of all of them? Uh, yes. The 19? I, I have a link. Well, no. you haven't seen all my notes here. I've got okay. links to a whole bunch of them. There is a there is a group of books on Amazon that are kids' books that are children's books, and they're very much along the lines of like the Richard Scary, 
um, uh, what's that name? Uh, busy Town. Busy Town. Busy Town. Yeah, yeah, all that, and then the um, the the ones that are like the the Barons, not the Barons Bears, but the other ones. Um, it is very I don't know. Anyway, it's very much that that kind of animation style, that kind of not animation, but drawing style. Um, but they're all about how to cope with dads in jail or family that's been in prison. Like this one's the night dad went to jail. What to expect when someone you love goes to jail. <laughs> My favorite one. I hey, I have to say though, there's a, there's a, a need for that book in some cases. No, I, I agree. But then it gets a little sketchier when, um, you start talking about this one here, but I can get the link to go up just so you can see it here. Uh, and this one I believe was the one that was about private parts. And how to keep them private. I, I said no. A I kid said to no. kid. I, I, here's the fucked up part. A kid to kid guide on keeping your privates private. So this isn't like, you know, uh, uh, Father Joe, you know, whatever from the Catholic Church on the streets touching you. This is another kid in school is getting it, you know, pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up, except. It happens. This shit happens. I, I'm not saying, that's, the, that's the part that's fucked up, though, is that it happens. You know, it's it's pretty crazy. I would rather tell my kid, hey, you know, even if even if your friend in class is touching you there with that's not not OK, you know, like not unless they're buying you dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was... I hesitate to say unless you want them to, because as a kid. OK, there's a reason that memes like playing doctor and, uh, you know, things like that are are part of our cultural phenomenon, because as kids, you do that sort of shit. You show me mine, I'll show you. You show me yours, I'll show you. You know, mm-hmm. all that stuff yep. happens. So, eh. This book was the one that I laughed the hardest at because it was so, so, so directed at a very, very specific Target group. targeted group of the populace. And the author of this book is The Prison Alphabet, an educational coloring book for children of incarcerated parents. Right? Problem is... It's an African American male sitting on the on the uh, in the jail cell on the bench, yeah. with an African American family of pictures behind him. There isn't a Latino, white. It's and there was a few more like this, and every time it was always an African American man. It was just like wow, we are severely targeted. I mean, this is a definite targeted group here, and it was it was kind of scary, whack. <laughs> yeah, that's the new hip turn, right? Whack. So you are an out of touch white guy. <laughs> Uh, so back a while back uh, me and uh, my friend from work went to uh, oh, this dinner. was the worst hold on I've got something funny go ahead, go ahead we went to lunch together when we were working together at Chang's Mongolian Grill mm-hmm. and um, the service was abysmal it is run by people who are just and I say this Knowing that I'm speaking to a stereotype, and I feel bad about it, but they live to the stereotype of being poor customer service and just just the worst. And we walk out of there, and uh, the person, mm-hmm. damn it, ah, um, the person I was with, <laughs> write that down. Um, I am. Uh, she, um, She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I don't like it when people fit into their stereotypes because it makes me feel bad for thinking they're a stereotype, but really what it is is that I don't like it when I fit into my own stereotype. And she's like, she goes, well, what's your stereotype? I'm like, out of touch old white lady. 
she she just starts cackling because she's she's the mom of a mixed race kid. Yeah, like she her her significant other is uh, Hispanic and like all the, these things and and I'm like and I I hate it when I fit into my own stereotype. Mm-hmm. I I hate it when that happens. And her fitting this lady that we had the altercation with her fitting into her stereotype made me fit into my stereotype, and I hate that. Yeah, and I just don't like I just don't like that. No, I agree. Because stereotypes do exist for a reason. Because sometimes they, they people fall into them. Yes. And we can't get rid of them unless people stop falling into them. So stop falling into falling into. I've drank too much. You've had a strawberryna, <laughs> but I don't feel good. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so this is the one that got really got me to feel like I was an out of touch white man, older white dude. Here was uh, this was posted onto, um. Facebook the other day, and it, it, kind of, it was from somebody in the, in the mediocre nation, and uh, they posted it to directly to Eric tomorrow, and he just he's like this just makes me sad because he kind of enjoyed her. Um, this is from Avril Lavigne, mm-hmm. and it was, he enjoyed some of her earlier works, mm-hmm. um, and so we, I went and listened to it too, and I'm just like uh, <laughs> I think my my exact comment was um, this might make me sound like an out of touch white guy, but uh, you know this this just sounded like a bunch of random noises smashed together like kids would with Tonka trucks and I said what was with the um the one dancer in the background because there's this female dancer that she looks like a a female Asian version of Dolph Lundgren she's got like just a very square jaw and it's really bad but I'll go ahead and uh, make sure I get the um there you go okay so let's go in here we'll see if it'll come through on the sound so I, you can hear I'm what I'm talking about yeah well we're not gonna be able to stick to it too long I don't think oh. And if anyone wants to look it up, this is the Avril Lavigne Hello Kitty. Because the video does not help it at all. It's like she's trying to rip off Gwen Stefani. I was thinking more of that. The lady that did the... K-pop? Yeah, K-pop. K-pop. Yeah. But look at that on the right there. The, the dancer on the right-hand side, right behind her. It's just like this square jaw has a very... That's a pretty square jaw for an Asian, an Asian lady. Asian yeah. lady. A, I swear she's got an Adam's apple, too. So. Without speaking too much to the whole spelling out standpoint, this yeah. looks pretty bad. It is pretty bad. Like, I... Unless... Maybe she can justify this artistically. But you have to look from her historical stuff. Like yeah. this, this just looks like her song out. Yep. Like, what's really popular? What's gonna make me the most amount of money the quickest? Oh, K-pop. Let's do that. Yeah. And you know that being said, it's a very catchy song. It is almost as catchy as that other freaking song, uh, Fancy or. Frisky I like that one. Fancy. Fancy, yeah. Well, lots of people like that one. And now she's drinking sake and all excited while she's having some guy prepare her sushi. But I love it how they have her in fast motion, like shaking her tips. Yeah. Well, the little bit that she has. She's never been very well endowed. But I mean, I, I do feel sad because realistically, Gwen Stefani did this ten years ago. Seven. 
It was 2003. It wasn't like, it was later that she really got into the Japanese and Making me feel old. That's that's kind of my response to it, yeah. Worst part is she really does have a good voice. Yeah. And this isn't singing. No. It's very Katy Perry too. Yeah. All right, turn it off, turn it off, okay. turn it off. There you go, it's it. off. But no, seriously, Brain especially nothing. right there. Oh my God, you froze it on just the right spot to see it. I'm telling you, if you want to if you want to see this, freeze the video at 2 minutes and 50, 59 seconds and look at the backup dancer on the right directly behind Avril's head. It looks like, an, uh, literally, it looks like Dolph Lundgren in That is so um, in that, drag. Like, super high cheekbones and then yeah. just straight down to the jaw. And there's like that, that, that rigid, I'm going to beat your ass jaw with it's like some almost, jiu-jitsu. Almost a chin cleft. Yeah, Almost. yeah. I mean, so, barely. but that one, so I, that actually got a response back from Eric when I put the Dolph Lundgren <laughs> thing on there. He started cracking up, but uh, yeah. So this is what made me feel like a real out of touch white guy. It was uh, was seeing was what well. Was then I don't this. feel so out of touch because I kind of liked it. So, I was just kind of like, oh my god, what is this? Then again, I've I've been relegated to uh, Disney ch- Disney songs in the car lately. Yeah, but I do have to say, I I I kind of dig the new. There's, I got a, I know a couple girls. I actually in my Facebook feed, there's a couple of girls that have done this, and I kind of dig the shaved head on the one side, but the longer hair. I kind of so, thought about doing that. So I mean, I've, yeah, because I kind of like it. Yeah. Well, I saw a thing. But you got to have longer hair to no, do no, it. No, no. But I saw a thing with somebody with shorter hair, like uh-huh. mine, that did it, and then, but you, that makes it easier to grow it out. Because mm-hmm. I kind of want to grow it out again. Yeah. Kinda, like I'm kind of half and half. But yeah. if I could do the shaved side, because that's what annoys me when it's growing out is mm-hmm. the over the ears and the back yeah. of the neck stuff. And I could totally get away with that. But the um, the one of my friends on Facebook, she uh, met her through the um, or you know, the, uh, friended her through the mediocre thing because we're gonna try to get to do the uh, Portland get together. But uh, <laughs> again, yeah, we are gonna try to run. <laughs> but she actually for this, um, she does um, she does a uh, CrossFit and and she does a lot of the uh, weightlifting and whatnot. Um, we have to be careful. We'll, we'll talk offline about it. But uh, you have to be careful not to injure yourself. Well, no, because there's a lot. Of, anyway, yeah. Once again, stop, stop. Go offline, offline. <laughs> so. Uh, but Argyle, she had she has the side of her head shaved, and then she had it bleached, and then she had him do an Argyle pattern in this side. It was fucking awesome. coolest thing I'd ever seen. It was pretty awesome. But she did it for this competition she went into, and it was like her hair. She's um half Asian, so her hair is jet black. Yeah, she bleached the one side and then did the Argyle pattern. It was it was pretty impressive that somebody. I need pictures. I'll have to. I'll show them to you here in a little bit. Yeah. So it was it was pretty cool. But coming soon to a Jody near you. Yeah. <laughs> And then you just you, you do you want to introduce the new skit or do you want me to or the possible new skit or do you want me to or all right so we're gonna do this thing if you don't like it you have to tell us because I don't think it's gonna be all that great <laughs> it may or may not work out so well, we'll but see. if you like it you need to tell us because I'll do it again so yeah. Justin asked me to find a song that he could read the lyrics to basically what I'm wanting to do is is I'm looking to find. And if you guys want to submit these and see how it goes too, we could we could always do that. Yes, but that would be great. As a parent, you find that there, 
I never thought I'd encounter this. Well, hold on. The reason I chose this one is because Ezra likes but, this song. Which is gonna, probably going to flabbergast me when I get it's to gonna the It's going to flabbergast you, yeah. and you're going to hate the fact that he's heard it. Yeah, well, I, can, I know who to thank for that, but that's another story. No, but I just remember having to disconnect with my dad on certain music. Like, there's some... I listen to a lot of stuff because of my dad, um, but there's also some stuff that he listened to. It was just kind of like, and he'd always make comments about like Nirvana and how you know it was you know hippity dippity and all this other shit. And, um, and we always get into fights about what I was listening to, and I'm like, oh, I'm never going to do that with my kids. And now I find myself like, <laughs> you cannot listen to the song. About I feel sex. like I feel like Walter off of um, that, that damn puppet off of the Jason Dunham thing. Like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, no, this is this is a horrible music. No, you need to listen to some of this. And like, I'll put on. I, what was yeah, that? Yeah, but Ezra does have some good tape that he loves ACDC. No, he does, but there was one song, I can't remember what it was I put on, but it was, I think, I honestly... Sharp Dressed Man. That was one. told me about ZZ it. ZZ Top, yeah, yeah. I put on ZZ Top's Sharp Dressed Man, and he didn't like it. That kind of offended me a little bit. But on top of that, no, there was another one, I'm pretty sure it was Sublime. Oh. And like he was like, "What the hell?" This is, and I was like, "You even bad mouth sublime kid!" And I swear to God, I will wear out you of like this a car now <laughs> out of this family. <laughs> so, um, but uh, to that note, there are no matter what genre of music you're in, you, there are some really stupid songs, and I've I've started actually paying more attention to some of the lyrics, some of these things, like this Hello Kitty one that she just did. There's not a lot of substance here. No. In fact, one of the songs I looked up for you to do the lyrics to, there were only three lines. Yeah. I am not shitting you. There were only three lines. Well, and there was a, there's a Facebook meme that, or a meme that's been going around about that, too. There was a, what was it? It was comparing an older band to a newer group. And it was like an older band compared to like a Britney Spears song where the Britney Spears song had like three songwriters, six producers, this, that. And it was like four lines that repeated over and over again. Yeah. And then, and, then and went back Bohemian to like... Bohemian Rhapsody was written by one person. Yeah. And, it, and I think this one was actually The Doors that was comparing oh, yeah. it to. But still, it was the same thing, you know? So yes, what we're going to do here is we're going to do the uh, the old out-of-touch white man attempts to read through uh, a, a popular song from these days. And we'll see how it goes. I might actually try to figure out if I can open this over here because it's not working out so well on this screen. I can't really see it. Anyways, why don't you give some background to the song or to what you chose while I the try to pull this up here. The reason I chose the song is because Ezra likes it. Ezra's heard it. It's awful. and No nine-year-old boy should have heard it. And you made mention that you didn't like it because they were using this song as a promo for a new show on Lifetime Network. Okay. Um, called Devious Maids, which I have not caught. Oh, is this that song? It's that oh, song. Oh no! And it has really catchy. It uh, does. Like I really like the the background, but and I. Okay. Okay. My my critique this of a song. Right. That's the how the kind of how the music goes. Yeah. Okay. I think so. In your tone deaf kind of way like of said, saying that, old out of touch white guy. No, that just has to do with the fact that you're completely tone deaf. Well, there's that too. So, so anyway, it's Jason Derulo. Talk dirty to me. <laughs> Ready, set, go. All right, here. I'm, I'm just trying to get it so I can see what I'm actually doing here. So let me look here. Um, wow, really? <laughs> I'm sorry. You. <clears throat> no, this no, was your good. idea. It's all good. I'm just. Uh, here we go. I'm that flight that you get on international. First class seat on my lap, girl, riding comfortable. Because I know what the girl dem need. New York to Haiti. I got lipstick stamps on my passport. Make it hard to leave. Been around the world. Don't speak the language. But your booty... (laughs) (laughs) But your booty don't need explaining. All I really need to understand is when you talk dirty to me. And then it goes into the quote-unquote hook. Talk dirty to me. Talk dirty to me. 
talk dirty to me, get jazzy on me. You know the words to my songs, no habla inglés. Our conserv- con- I always say conservation when I see that <laughs> word because of the work that I do. Our conversations ain't long, but you know what it what is. Oh, geez. Penis. Really? Yeah. Penis reference. I know what the girl dem want. London to Taiwan. I got lipstick stamps on my passport. I think I need a new one. And then uh, we go back to the talk dirty to me, talk dirty to me, talk dirty to me, get jazzy on me. Um, then you go into... Uno met a friend in Rio. Dos, she was all on Mio. Tres, we could menage a three. Oh, oh my God. Cuatro, uh, that's to be determined because it's still blank. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's nothing there yet. Uh, and I'm probably going to butcher this as I don't speak Spanish. Uh, dos Cadenas, close to genius. Sold out arenas. <laughs> you can suck my penis. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, here we go. Gilbert Arenas, guns on deck, chest to chest, tongue on neck international oral sex every picture i take i pose a threat bought a jet what do you expect her pussy's so good i bought her a pet (laughs) anyway every day (laughs) i'm trying to get it got her saved in my phone under big booty anyway every day i'm trying to get it got her saved in my phone under big booty and then i'm supposed to go back up here and go talk dirty to me talk dirty to me talk dirty to me get jazzy on me okay that went better than I thought. <laughs> so that was your old out of touch white guy um, reading you lyrics from a popular song these days. Now, first things first, I have to ask. No, oh, I don't know. I can't ask you this because you wouldn't know. So obviously he's heard this song. God, I hope it's fucking on the radio so that, you know, the suck my penis part was at least, you know. Honestly, I don't know. Here, you got to oh, so find it on YouTube or something and play it because I don't even remember hearing that part of the lyric. Like, honestly, and it must be edited out on the radio. Oh, boy. Um, well, yes. All right. Okay. Yeah. Go, go, go. I'm working on it. Find it. Find it. Uh, I don't remember hearing that part, so it either is edited out or it's said so fast you can't hear it. Either one. Um, but I know he's, I know he's heard it because it was on the radio. Oh, it's got over 150 million views. It was on the radio and he was singing, like, I was went to turn the channel and realized he was already singing the lyrics because he knew them. And I'm like, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Oh, God. That's that's horrib- horrendous. So, um. <laughs> hold on. Let me, uh, let's see here. I'm going to get this backed up here. I got to get things. All right. We're good to go there. So, we're going to go Just ahead. Just so and... you know, I'm going to be dancing. Okay. Get jazzy on I'm that flight that you get on International First class seat on my lap girl Already comfortable, Already comfortable. Oh, yeah. Cause I know what that girl them need New York to Haiti New York to Haiti I got lipstick stamps on my passport You make it hard to leave Been around the world Don't speak the language But, but your booty doesn't really explain it All I really need to understand is When you talk dirty, dirty to yeah. me I was right, see? I had it down. Uh-huh. See, the sad thing is, I, I love the beat. I love the, the music of the song. It's great, but the, uh, yeah. Get jazzy on You know the words in my songs. No habla English. Our conversations ain't long. But you know what is. Oh, he, 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 he looks down. Like yeah. He looks right down. 
just so you're sure. That's about as good as you See, I had this. Much like, um, much like, uh, oh, well, we're gonna go with her. I lost it. I did it. I got it. It's gotta be bleeped out on the radio. Yeah. International oral sex. That is bleeped out. Yeah. It's just says international oral. Yeah. So it's all there. My most hated thing in current day rap. Um, when you rhyme with the same fucking sentence. Yeah. Instead Good of actually yeah. coming up with a rhyme, you just repeat the same thing. Fuck you. I'll do the dance again. He's so good at that dance. <laughs> <laughs> only we have the video feed still. Oh, wow. That was a booty, though. Oh, yeah. So, God damn it to my ex. There's no fucking reason why he should be hearing that song. See, and I'm, I have to, when it comes to music, I'm okay with cuss words. I'm okay with certain types of content. I listen to some of the old, I'm, I'm like an old, I'm a, I'm a late 80s, early 90s punk guy, alternative, um, a little bit of a metalhead, the whole nine. There are some lyrics in there. Like, you know, you take Dead Kennedy's Holiday in Cambodia, right? The whole thing, it's a very political song, but if you listen to the lyrics, there's a lot of in it but it's not just gratuitous stupid shit like you it's know it's not talking about how big your dick is no it's actually talking about the plight it. and it's you know it's, it's a little more educated than that it's talking about the plight of you know the, the workers over in uh uh cambodia and the shit you know the the you know being painted in a bowl of rice a day and the stuff like that while you're over here you know it, yeah no it's Oh boy. Anywho, so yeah, that was. There was a really good review on one of these lyrics sites. The one that I was going to have you do that only had a couple lines was that, uh, uh, turn down for what? Turn down for, I don't know. You haven't heard that song? No. How about we do that next week? We can put that one next week. But it only has a couple lines. But the comment under the lyrics was basically a a essay on how he was talking about the Cold War. (laughs) And it was awful. Yeah. shit but it was yeah. like oh but he's really under you're misunderstanding because he's talking about stalin and this and that and- but see the thing i have a problem with or not a problem but i have to question is when my dad heard my music and the stuff that i listened to granted i will admit some of the stuff i listened to was kind of just pointless and empty but a lot of the stuff i did wasn't pearl jam nirvana the um dead kennedy stuff like that and there's an age there's an age yeah. where you have to start letting go and letting them listen to what they want and uh, i think that age is right around Ezra's age because which is fine but what i wonder is is that did he view mine empty like that because there is no sustenance no sustenance no substance in that song as far as i'm concerned um which is fine i i've there's like you know kill me but i actually kind of dig size gangnam style yeah it's catchy as fuck it's annoying as hell but at the same time it's just kind of a cool 
it's just it, it's you, really, it's you're not catchy. going to i mean me so i'm the least judgmental because i like songs like well, that i, I really know i do okay if, i went and listened to that fancy or whatever it was called uh-huh. i like it yeah me it's too. not bad but at the same time it's just one of those things that i don't think it's well written music but i can get down to it so yeah, i'm good yeah but here's the thing my mom banned alanis morissette Oh yeah, no. When my... I was right around Ezra's age, because one of the first lines yeah. in one of her songs yeah. was about going down on a th- in, in the theater, and I didn't even know what it meant I until she want yeah, you to except know. I didn't know what it meant until she I'm said I couldn't listen to it. For and you. then I went. I wish nothing but the best yes. for you both. But until An she older said version of I couldn't, me, is she perverted like me? Would she go down on you in the theater? <laughs> So, anyway, no, I, I had the same. My, my mom was actually she when I had an album too, and oh. she heard the song. She's like, she's listening to the song. She's like, you know what that means, right? I'm like, yes, mom, I know what it means. She's like, how do you know what it means? I'm like, mom. At the time, I wasn't old enough to oh, no. know what it meant. But then she's listening. She's like, wow, <laughs> she's who pissed, pissed her off? Yeah. And then she's like, and then she's, we go to her friend's house. She's like, Debbie, come here. You got to hear this. Justin, play the song again. So now I'm playing the song. for. She's like, wait, wait, hold on. Get your kids out of the room. <laughs> she gotta, <laughs> well, and you know the worst, and this is a comment on parenting. Yeah. Before my mom was Mormon, this is the most open communicative mother of all. Like, when I was like five, I asked what a condom was, and she showed me one. I mean, she was just. Used or unopened? Unopened. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm just curious. Um. She was very open and honest and communicative about anything, and I felt, I felt very secure in all my knowledge. And then she became a Mormon, and then I couldn't. When I was like, "Hey, what? Do, like, okay, so you don't want me to listen to it because it says something bad, but I don't even know what that means," and she wouldn't explain it to me. That's when you get that Howard Stern, that that clip from the Howard Stern where. It was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's very repressive and there's no point no, to it. I no, would I rather no, I would not, rather he go, what do you mean somebody's going to suck his penis? Well, some guys like no, that. I, I, I don't, I, I'm not saying that's the case. I don't think that nine is the appropriate age for finding out Me about either. penis sucking. I mean, maybe at least 10, maybe except, to 11. Except he does that damn thing from the, the thing, the, the suck, it. suck it yeah. thing from the wrestling. Yes. There's a, there's somebody who I used to hang out with who's listening to this podcast and we'll get a, he's actually the one that submits all the, uh, <laughs> All the um, the you're doing it wrong segments, he'll get a laugh out of that because he and I used to get just fucking <laughs> shitty and 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 watch you know wrestling. I'm just saying, and, but the, we would get shitty with his mom, yeah. and watch wrestling. And all she would do is comment on how good Triple H's package looked <laughs> in that little speedo thing that he wore. I agree. <laughs> oh man, when that that one day there was like WrestleMania something or other on the TV, and she was two bottles into her day, two wine <laughs> bottles, mind you, into her day. <laughs> And she, the comments that were coming out, it was funny because my buddy, it, it was his girlfriend at the time, it's his wife now, she was just like, oh, she was so like, she just, she knew, she was used to it, but at the same time, she was still kind of appalled that her mom would say these things, and now his mom is part of a church, and this good little Christian lady, and she's kind of cleaned up, and it's it's such a, a, a just a polar opposite um, from what I remember her as, but it was I just remember the whole second thing. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm just saying, kids so, learn at an amazing rate, and learn. I'd rather them be educated the, than not. Well, and that's my fear, too, is I really want him to be able to come and talk to us about this, because the education on the few things that he does know about that he's gotten from his 12-year-old brother are so grotesquely out wrong. of wrong. Wrong. It's just not even... It's, it's, it's horrible. Um, so it, It's the worst kind of misinformation. It is. It's the kind that's going to get you way... Yeah, it's the kind that's going to... You know... 
it's the kind of thing I teach you that the pull-out method is perfectly uh-huh. safe and yeah. will never get anybody pregnant. So, <laughs> well, Ooh. they're doing that that unit in school about HIV. Yeah, and they actually send home a thing that says if you don't want your child to participate, send this back. And he's like, "Well, why wouldn't you want me to participate?" I'm like, "Because it has yeah. to do with sex." <laughs> so you need to know about that. And he's like, "Well, what do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, it's one of those HIV is communicable by blood or by sexual contact contact." And he's like, "Well, what do you mean?" I'm like. Just what I said. Well, when a boy and a girl love each other, or <laughs> well, a boy and a boy, everything. I mean, he knows. He explained it to us quite medically accurate, which I thought was I was kind of proud. <laughs> At the same time, as long as you're okay with being ridden like a jackhammer, <laughs> then he's going to be great when he gets older. But if you want any, you know, variation in speed or any type of, you know. Just anything else besides, and I'm spent. <laughs> this isn't going to be the kid for you, not for a while, unless anyway. you're willing to train. So if anybody wants to apply. <laughs> that sounded wrong. That was worse than the Tempe twerking yeah. thing. That was, that was uh, worse, officially. I meant when he comes of age, if there's you girls better. over his age that want to apply to the job of training him to not be a jackhammer, then At any rate, we'll be good. Now, this week, we do have more content for the You're Doing It Wrong. I know, and I have, okay, before we get to that, okay. I want to put it out here. Yes. I want, before we get all rude with the rude pictures, mm-hmm. um, next week is Father's Day weekend. Yes. Um, I would really, 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 really love, and I'm, I mean, I'm begging, please, 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 dads, submit birth stories. Like, what it felt like on your end during- I didn't feel a thing. <laughs> I think that would garner that response. Sorry. I had to get that look from you. That's all I was going for. So go ahead. Um, there was a recently <laughs> there was a whole photo essay about taking pictures of dads right after they had mm. their kids and mm. what their thoughts were and stuff. And I just want to see from the male perspective, you know. Well, I'm, I'm sure we can get a couple of people please, that will do that. Please. I'm begging you. There's at least five of you out there. Come on, please. <laughs> well, on this particular um, edition, though, your wish has been granted. Mm-hmm. What it was that you asked for? I wanted more male or father related. You're doing it wrong because it was always women. Mm-hmm. And I know that men fuck up at least as much. They do. They just tend to do it differently. And right. it usually does not end in, you know, and I sexy think, selfies. I think our, our contributor today mentioned that it, it men don't take nude selfies with children in the background. Yeah. But they do do stupid things on camera. Well, well they just do stupid things with their kids in general. That's, that's, that's a given. Well, this... The guy on the damn news story tied his kid to the... Well, somebody else's kid. Oh, my God. That makes it even better. So, all right. Yeah, here we go. We're going to um, go ahead and get started here. So, we will uh, get the music going. All right. So, as has, we've always had, we've got... Uh, he actually went all... He went hog wild this time. It's a 13 a total. Um, and uh, they're numbered, of course, in their... In their horribleness and this looks like it's a a view. Empire State Building type yeah a viewing deck but it's not nearly well as secure it might, it might be like the India version of Empire State Building and there's a sign that says you know don't hold your kids up above the railing and and let them look over like this what's this guy doing he's got this kid boosted up onto the railing and she but, is full on leaning but daddy's got you he's got his yeah. arm around her so daddy's got you it's all good so we, we, we can handle that it's, it's, we're good we got this we got this sorry we need to put captions on these so safety first Going back to the motorcycle story. So, so this kid's not wearing a helmet, is in front of the mm-hmm. dad, and looks to be about two. If that. 
But the thing I've noticed is there's kids from this these other countries like yeah. uh, Indonesia. Um, I almost said Polynesia. <laughs> <laughs> Indonesia and these other Asian countries where they ride a lot of motorcycles. Yeah. They are there's a lot of kids that have good skills at holding on. Hell, I mean there was one that was like a three year old riding in the back of a motorcycle smoking a cigarette. <laughs> well, no shit. I'm not, I, I gotta find you. it at some point, but um, but yeah, but the one thing that gets you right here is he's got his helmet on. That's the worst. But part. there's nothing for the kids, so you know, sorry if you splat your brains all over the pavement when I fuck up. I here. can make a new one. So <laughs> The kid using the beer bomb. Beer bomb. It's gotta be That's I mean, bad. Well come on, if it's full of apple juice, it's all good. I, but you gotta start them young. Apple juice or breast milk. It's all you know. Either one. It's all good. <laughs> Frat boy in training. Yeah. No, that's that's that that's pretty um that's pretty impressive that you got your kids sucking on that's a bro high in training. Yeah, exactly. Now I can't really see this one from my angle. Hold on. Okay, so here. it's it's a kid on the back of a bicycle, but the dad has like a piece of like drywall or something. No, it, looks, it looks like he has a four by four sheet of that like quarter inch um. Uh, like but fancy it's board, the, the but yeah, no, he's got, he's got and the baby on the He's back. got the kid the, on one of the seats in the back, basically holding this piece of wood on, and the kid will like smushed against <laughs> it. Uh, that's fantastic. Yes, good ads. Still no nudity. I haven't seen anybody hanging dong yet. Yeah, well, <laughs> dad with the kid in the stroller with all the uh, various products they're purchasing from Walmart stacked on top of the kid. Which you know, I'm all, I was all fine up until the raw meat across <laughs> the face. <laughs> The raw meat is pretty close to the mouth there. And he's got raw meat stored above fruit, which anybody in the food industry knows you don't do that. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to critique his way of stacking the produce so much, not so much the way he's stacking it on the kid. <laughs> so This one bothers me because I'm not sure if oh that's my God. a child or a little person. It looks like his daughter. And he's got her dressed up as a mermaid with boobs, but not like covered boobs, just straight up boobs. Just giant knockers. Yeah, and... It looks like it might have been for a, um, I don't know. I still think this looks like a little woman, not uh, a child. Well, have you have you ever seen those beauty pageants? You can make a child look like a little woman I'm pretty quickly, saying. and it's grotesque. So, I'm just not going to judge that guy until I have the full story. Now, this is supposed to be a dock on the side of a river, and he's on the wrong side of it with his kid. Just kind of chilling out. I don't, I don't get this one. The, yeah, that just yeah does not seem safe at all. So we'll we'll move past that. Um, okay. Oh Jesus, really? This oh has got to be a Eastern Bloc country, and it's got the dad straight up holding a gun to a kid's head, like it's cool. The fucked up thing here is that the clip is in. So now, could it be an empty clip? Fine, maybe. He's also holding a cigarette within yeah, well, the an, kid's breathing, 10 inches yeah, the kid's of the nose. kid's mouth. But, I mean, the clip is in the gun, so God forbid, hopefully he checked it first, but this goes against all sorts of gun safety here, and I don't want to get to a gun's rights issue, but... But even if you believe in, gu- whether or not you believe in gun's rights, if you're gonna you use don't a gun, point a gun at tool, yeah, somebody that yeah. you, like, don't want to kill. <laughs> this guy's playing like some MMORPG. So I can totally see you or even the submitter of these doing that. So No, because... Well, as no. long as the baby's well taken care of. It looks like the kid's enjoying it, but he's playing a video game. Whereas we would at least be getting work done. Ours would be code or something <laughs> like that on the screen. It wouldn't be playing some, like, you know... Work can dude, have I'm a, a level seven, definition. Level 7 mage with, you he's know... Been, like, five hours on the damn intro last weekend. So I'm just now, this is... Dad's trying to do things right. He's got the kid in the little backpack, backpack thing. 
but he's sitting on a subway. And he's squishing the baby. And he's leaning back against the kid, against the damn back of the seat. That's a suffocation waiting to happen. Wow. So do you think he forgot that the kid was back there? Who or knows? just, like, thought the kid was going to <laughs> I like this one. I'm totally I, down with it. This is more like um, some genuine redneck engineering right here. Some guy's riding bitch on a motorcycle, but backwards. He's and facing backwards. And he's pulling the stroller behind him. Oh, boy. So the, so the exhaust is going directly into, into the, the kid's face. face. Yes, that's, that's fantastic. So... Oh, Jesus. Oh, this one. Okay, so this is the closest we got to just like the female ones. Yeah. It is a dad holding a seven-year-old. Yeah, and he's watching the girl on stage who's dancing and shaking her booty and basically even oh, her full crotch Oh, that is a crotch shot. shot. Yeah. And he's got his phone out taking a picture. And I love their look on the girl's face. It's like, what is that? Is that like some sort of tropical plant? Or... <laughs> This one was the worst, though. Okay, yes. This is the worst. It's so, a family, but then again, if you look at it, it's a family picture. She's got a black eye. But does anybody notice the um, the difference in the kid from the dad to her? Well, that's why there's the black eye. I was going to say the same thing myself. You know, perhaps... So you got a white girl. White a Latino da- Yeah, dad, Latino or... You know, but he's definitely not African-American. And a black definitely, baby. Definitely an African-American kid. Yep. And she's got a black eye. Yep. So, deserved it? Uh, but everybody's no. smiling. <laughs> Everybody's well, of course, happy. if she doesn't smile, he's going to black the other eye. <laughs> Everybody's happy. For many sakes. Okay. Well. Well, thank you. Yes, thank you for submitting that. And we'll look forward to your submission next week. Because I know I chatted with you last week. And you said you had at least two more weeks lined up. So we're good there. Um, as always, they're a blast. Love looking at them. And, yeah, the black eye. That's a... That reminds me of a really shitty joke that I heard back way back when. What do you tell a girl with two black eyes? Nothing. You ain't told her twice <laughs> already. You've already told her twice. Yeah. So... Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, it's almost as bad as that. How do you separate the men from the boys? With a crowbar. So. <laughs> or, um... Shit, I forgot it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Not so good when you forget. Now who's getting old? I don't know. But it's something about a watch and a clock in the kitchen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Random. <laughs> Alrighty then. So that was, uh, that was pretty good. So I think our new segment... Other segment went fairly decently. I thought so, but we we need some feedback. Yes, and, and anybody who's listening, if you want to send in a newer song, and it really ha- it has to be a song like, obviously it can't be like you know um, something from like when I was growing up because I'd probably consider it cool and or whatnot. But but if you find something that's got some really weird lyrics and you want to hear me try to read my way through it, um, let's uh, let's we'll go ahead and do that so otherwise i think we got through the bulk of what i was really looking to try to get to here um uh we do have i can do a brief follow-up the uh, kid the guy that was uh charging kids to go to the bathroom we yeah. talked about a couple like five episodes mm-hmm. ago more kids came out against him mm-hmm. um so he was i haven't heard the <laughs> rest of the follow-up yet but he was definitely suspended and whatnot and <laughs> yada 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 yeah so he's no longer doing that job good um that that's was a Plus, so I I think unless you've got anything else, I think we're we're pretty much we're good to go here. Yeah, I'm pretty much ready to pass out. Um, why can't I? See? Oh, there it is. Okay, yes. Alrighty then. So let me bring this back to my screen so I can actually see what the hell I'm doing here because I can't see from there. Okay. So we want to once again thank you guys for listening to us. Um, there anything else you want to close with before we actually close out the old uh, show here, honey? I, I, or, or, I just asked you that, didn't I? Yeah, probably. Probably. I'm I'm done. Okay. I 
I haven't had much to drink, but because I'm so sick, like it feels like I drink a lot, a yes. lot. So I'm like, Bleh. so, and um, I will explain that the outro music for this episode and possibly for some future episodes is going to be some stuff. I, I have fallen down some SoundCloud holes. Um, by the way, actually, I do want to wrap a couple things here real quick. Uh, if you have a chance and you want to listen to a pretty cool podcast just about um, people BSing and talking about stuff and various things, um, Izzy Rock is one of the members of the Mediocre Nation, and he started up his own podcast. He's got two of them. He's got Tales from the Hard Side, and then he's got On the Block. And On the Block is one he does with a guy named Scott Epic. Um, like them both. They're both really cool. Uh, um, and they're both they're, – they're more of a local-based thing to Oklahoma and about stuff like that, but um, at least On the Block is. But, Oklahoma? Uh, yeah, it was o- in Ohio. Ohio. Sorry, not Oklahoma, Ohio. <laughs> One of the O states. Oh, show your O state. <laughs> but um, no, he's a good dude. Um, love the podcast. He was actually on uh, two episodes of the Mediocre Show here recently. And uh, um, yeah, so if you were looking for other podcasts to listen to and, and we, we're not enough to you know fulfill all the time you need, then go ahead and... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there is so much better things. How oh, is shush. Then go ahead and give him a trance. And then also, there's another one he does. It's called Gem City Podcast. I haven't had a chance to listen to that one yet, but I'm going to because it's if it's like anything else he's done there, it's going to be good stuff. So, yes, and then of course, also we love mediocre show. Listen to them. Uh, love in one day radio. Got some other good buddies out there. So, uh, welcome to that whole thing. So. If you need podcast recommendations, we got them for you. Oh, yeah. But now I should probably start, you know, prep them or uh, rep my own stuff so that you guys don't leave me forever and go listen to something else. So as far as I can understand it, that's going to be the end of the episode. So once again, we want to thank you for listening. Um, you can find us online at www.badparentingpodcast.com. If you want to, you can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. We are on Facebook. You just got to search us by Bad Parenting, Bad Parenting Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at, at @BadParentPcast. Please, if you would love, to, or if you could, um, listen, rate, review us on either iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, whatever it is your poison or drug of choice for listening to these podcasts. Um, and leave us a comment on our Facebook page, or leave us a voicemail five zero three six zero nine zero three seven five. Otherwise, I'm going to leave you with one of the songs I found on via through Izzy Rock, and he got me into the SoundCloud thing, and then he got me into the, and I fell down this rabbit hole. I know, and you made me listen to it remixes. when I got home yeah. from work today, and I was like ready to melt. Yes, so this is um, this one's called Juicy Royals, and it's a mashup of Lord Royals and Notorious B.I.G. So otherwise, this is Justin saying, "Try not to be shitty parents." Peace out. I've never seen a diamond in flame. I cut my teeth on wedding rings. And I'm not proud of my day. I'm a torn up town. No postcode. Thinking back on my
cause I rhyme tight Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade Born dinner, the opposite of a winner Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner Pizza, raw G, Brucey B, Ginger Free Don't match the flex, love for star skis I'm blowing up like you thought I would Call a crib, same number, same hood It's all good Uh And if you don't know, now you know Who the guy is Who the guy is Who the guy is Here it goes. 